notice that the mic isn't the loudest thing unless you're really close to it. So now that everyone's quieted down, we can start the talk. I will introduce our speaker today. Um, Grace Adams is head of marketing at Giving What We Can. And now I need my notes for a moment. <laughs> Grace has worked in marketing and digital product and customer experience um, in various roles, including as a management consultant. She has graduated with distinction from an applied bachelor of business with a major in marketing at RMIT University in Melbourne, Australia. And that's all I'm going to say. Enjoy the talk. All right, can you hear me from here? Is this close enough? Okay, excellent. Oh, someone at the back gave me a thumbs up, so that's a good sign. So hi everyone, as you just heard, I am Grace. I'm the head of marketing at Giving What We Can. And today I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about what we're learning about spreading the ideas of effective altruism. Uh, just to let you know, at the end of this talk, I'll provide a link that has all the resources that I mentioned today. So no need to take any notes or anything. And I am going to begin this talk by showing you our brand video that tells you a little bit about who Giving What We Can is, what we do, and hopefully shows you how we intend to communicate to our audience. Have you ever helped someone in need? Then you know how good it can feel. But good feelings and intentions don't always produce the desired outcomes. Like charities, there are millions of them to choose from. And the choice matters, because lives are on the line. Depending on the one you pick, you could do a little or a lot of good. And with some choices, you can actually cause harm. So how can you make the best choice? How can you be sure your donation will have the impact you want and trust that your generosity isn't wasted? Giving what we can is a community of thousands of like-minded people who are ready to help you maximize your charitable impact. We can help you find the most pressing problems and then identify the most impactful charities working to solve them. We provide the support, community, and information you need at every stage of your giving journey whether you're just getting started or want to make effective giving a meaningful part of your life. Together, we can make the world better for all its inhabitants for generations to come. Check out givingwhatwecan.org to learn how you can become an effective giver. Okay, so now we're all caught up on what Giving What We Can does. So Giving What We Can was founded back in 2009, and in many ways it marked the birth of effective altruism. And the community has grown so much since then, from being a small group of students here at Oxford to having conferences like this in many locations around the world every single year. And in line with the growth of effective altruism that has now included causes like animal welfare and long-termism in addition to global health and development, Giving What We Can has decided to double down on our mission to create a world in which giving effectively and significantly is a cultural norm. We've recently refreshed our strategy and I hope that some of you might have already read that on the EA forum, but if you haven't, uh, it's available there for you to read in the link that I'll give you at the end. So in order to achieve this cultural norm that we really, really want to create, 
it's really important that we find a way to reach many more people than have ever heard about effective giving or effective altruism ever before. So that is why at Giving What We Can, we have a growing focus on marketing. And in general, I think there is a growing focus in marketing in the EA community more broadly. So in service of that vision uh, to grow EA and spread effective giving and effective altruism, today I'm going to talk to you about the three principles we think about at Giving What We Can when we're spreading EA ideas, what has worked well in the past and what we've learned from it, what are we testing currently and what are some of the results of those tests? And I'll leave you with some actionable advice on how you can best spread EA ideas as well. So there are three key things that we think about when we are designing communications that we think are gonna resonate with the right audience. The first of those is accessibility. It's really important that we're designing messaging that seems approachable and accessible to people beyond the current scope of the community. Much of the community at the moment is highly academic or interested in niche ideas like AI safety, but we recognize that many people who will be interested in these ideas don't have the same background. We wanna make sure that regardless of someone's background, they feel that they can add value to the project of effective altruism. And we also wanna make it clear that there are no requirements to be a part of the effective altruism community. Whatever people are able to contribute is perfectly okay, although we do hope that people go on to take more significant steps like the Giving What We Can pledge or pursue a high impact career. The second principle is fidelity. It's important to us that we don't misrepresent our ideas in order to get more people interested. We see this as some of the mistakes that might have happened in the past with charities. It's also important to us that we are making well-informed, rational arguments. That's one of the, I guess, principles of effective altruism, and it's really important in the way that we communicate as well. And we also want to make sure that we're giving ideas the right context in order to be well understood and to be fully understood. And the last principle is motivation. We want someone to walk away from an interaction, conversation or resource feeling inspired and motivated to take action because our community can really only be a success and actually achieve the most good if people are going to take action afterwards. So these are the things that we keep in mind when we're creating all of our messaging and communications at Giving What We Can. Moving on to what has worked well in the past in terms of spreading these ideas. Up on the screen, you can see how people have heard about um, giving what we can after they've taken a pledge. Um, so, and I'll talk through a couple of those top ways today. So the first I wanted to talk to you about was long form content. So we've found things like books, articles, blog posts, and podcasts to be particularly effective at getting people to then go on and take a pledge with us. We've seen particular success with the podcast of Sam Harris, where he's been interviewing Will McCaskill and Sam Bankman fried um, We really think that these more long form types of content give people a chance to hear the ideas of effective giving and effective altruism more fully, and also get to hear some of the objections addressed. And we think that that might be a particularly effective way of having people learn about effective giving and effective altruism. 
Other organizations like 80,000 Hours and EA groups have also been a significantly um, important source of referrals into the community. Um, these groups are reaching people at a key point in time in their lives when you're open to hearing about new ideas and thinking about how to do the most good. And of course, word of mouth. So in the EA survey in 2020, word of mouth was the number one way that people learnt about effective altruism. And I personally learned about effective altruism from friends at a bar and maybe a few of you also learn about effective altruism over some beers. Um, but I, I think it really can't be overstated how important it is that we as individuals are also spreading these ideas. And that idea of social proof and connection is something that we'll talk about, about later on. So just to quickly recap, um, some of the good ways that we've learned in the past to get people interested in effective altruism are leveraging personal networks and social proof, reaching people at key times in their lives, and creating compelling long-form content. So that covers a little bit about what's worked well in the past, but we're moving into a new phase at giving what we can right now. This is the first year where we've had a marketing budget and we're really able to scale and learn a lot more about how we can spread these ideas effectively to a bigger audience. So with this first year of marketing budget, we have adopted a test and learn approach. So we are trying to do a number of tests to develop some reliable ways for us to engage people and get people more interested in taking action around the ideas of effective giving and effective altruism. We are doing this alongside the EA Market Testing Group, which comprises of a number of individual and organizations across the effective altruism community who are sharing uh, learnings and testing things together in order for us to, I guess, come up with a solid set of tools and techniques and tactics for us to best communicate and market effective altruism. And today I'm going to share with you a couple of the things that we've been testing on Facebook and Instagram advertising, which is one of the things that we're conducting at marketing, at giving what we can at the moment. But before we go into it, I just want to put a small caveat out there that uh, we still want to test some of things, uh, these things a little bit further. These are really initial results um, and they require repeatable tests in order us, for us to feel confident in these conclusions, but I'm sharing them with you today because I think it's interesting and it's some of the first time that we've seen this kind of stuff in, uh, in the community. So the first test I'm going to talk to you about is our Effective Giving Guide Lead Generation Campaign. We uh, created this beautiful Effective Giving Guide at the end of last year, and if you haven't seen it, there's a link to download it at the end. Subtle plug. Um, this uh, campaign sought to get people to download our Effective Giving Guide on Facebook and Instagram by putting in their email, downloading the guide, and then them giving us their email allowed us to subscribe them to our email newsletter. So this was all about getting people subscribed to our newsletter and giving them the giving guide. For this test, we wanted to test two different messaging approaches against each other to see whether one resonated better with our audience. So we had a factual messaging approach as well as a cause-led messaging approach where we had three different messages, one around uh, animal welfare, global poverty, and then climate change. I'm gonna show you those ads in a second so you can see what they looked like. 
Uh, but before I do, the, we target the, these ads to a variety of different audiences uh, in order for us to see whether there was a particular audience that resonated better than others. Oh, that's the cardinal sin of a presentation. Um, that's fine. Uh, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Um, okay, let me show you these ads. Um, let's. All right, this is the cause light ad. And I'll quickly show you the factual ad. Okay, now that I've uh, made you watch uh, at least three different videos today, I'm gonna ask you to put your hands up to see which of these ones you thought would be more effective at generating uh, low-cost email addresses. So put your hands up if you think the cause-led one won. Okay, and now the factual. I think it's roughly 50-50, which is really hard to see. Um, okay, well, regardless, um, we did find that the cause-led approach actually was uh, significantly outperformed the factual uh, ad. We were quite disappointed with the performance of the factual ad. $22 per email address is extremely expensive. We were hoping we might get somewhere between $5 and $10. Uh, so what we did in order to try and improve the performance of that ad is we created a second version of it uh, where we just cut out that initial uh, like typing animation that you saw and just started at that only 3% of donors give based on charity effectiveness stat. And when we did that, we found that actually um, the factual ad performed better than the cause that ad. So that showed us how important it is to develop the right type of hooks and to keep people engaged in your advertising and then how that translates to results. But that was really the only change. We just literally like chopped that front bit off and then that was the difference that we saw. One of the things that uh, was also interesting about that only 3% of donors stat is we had various texts that we used above these videos and that was the most effective text that we used above the video as well. So this only 3% of donors stat might, have be, might be a particularly effective, uh, I guess, hook or way to get people interested. Uh, the outcome of this campaign in total or at the end was that we could reliably get an email lead for about $8. Uh, we hope in the future that we can do even better than that. But as an initial kind of test and exploration of this, we were quite happy with that. Uh, which brings us to our second test, uh, which was our giving themes test. So building on that idea from the giving guide test we were where we were testing this factual versus cause-led messaging approach, in this test, we tested five different themes of messaging against each other using that brand video that I showed you at the start as the video. So what we were doing here, I don't have a laser pointer, but the text above and below is what we, uh, what we switched around in order to, uh, to test this. So I'll show you those themes in a second. Here they are. So we tested the themes, effectiveness, giving more, services, social proof, and values. Uh, and we had three messages for each of these themes, uh, but I'm just showing you the, the most effective one for each of those. Um, 
I was going to poll you again on which one we thought was more effective, but we're running out of time, so let's just get to the results. Um, okay, so in, uh, in this test, we found that the social proof theme performed quite a lot better than the other themes. And this was really, I guess, great for us to hear it giving what we can. Social proof is a big part of our DNA as an organization. We really pride ourselves on being a community and giving in a community. So this idea that people were interested in joining a community and getting excited about that was really lovely for us to see. And then if we take these results by theme and break them down by the messages that I talked about earlier, we can see that, I'll stand underneath it, uh, we can see that there's uh, two, two messages that perform particularly well, which were the um, thousands have maximized their impact and join 8,000 givers messages. Um, and they, uh, both of those had this, I guess, messaging around joining a community, uh, whereas that other message under social proof, give like Nobel laureates, didn't. So we're very interested to continue testing to see whether this call to join a community in a group is something that is particularly compelling in further tests. Uh, one other thing that I thought was quite interesting from this test was what happens if we broke the, these, these themes down by age group. We can see that the 25 to 34 group performed uh, particularly well with that social proof messaging. But then if we look at 18 to 24, they seem to really resonate with the values messaging. My kind of like armchair analysis of this, uh, which is probably not true, but I'll say it anyway, um, is that you know young people tend to be really engaged in wanting to make the world better and thinking about their values, and that seems to be a really key time. So potentially that's why they performed really well there, but it's something we're definitely interested in explore, exploring further. So now that we've talked about those two tests, what do these results mean for the way that we market EA ideas? Uh, it's not up on the slide, but I think uh, one of the most important things that we learned was around the hook that we use in order to like get someone's attention and how that translates to results. So making sure that our advertising is catchy and engaging is going to be really key. Uh, also, like particular themes are, seem to resonate better with people than others. So social proof, values, the use of statistics. There are some audiences that are performing better than others. Uh, I didn't show you these results, but in the giving guide test, we saw that people interested in animal welfare performed statistically better than people who were in the other audiences, as well as lookalikes, which are, I guess, people who are similar to our current audience, but that's not that surprising. Um, mostly, I think what I take away from all of these tests is we just need to test a lot more. Um, these are very initial results, and even though we think in some ways we've got some interesting insights, until we test them a little bit more, we really can't be that confident. So we are interested in testing a lot more going forward. I know that I'm running out of time, so I'm just going to tell you that you can come speak to me later if you'd like to talk about what we're going to do uh, next. Um, and I'll skip the summary so far so that we can talk very quickly about how uh, you as individuals can spread EA, EA ideas. So at the start of this talk, we, I mentioned that the way, like the number one way that people hear about effective altruism is through personal contacts. And 
it's exciting from my perspective that organizations are doing more marketing and getting the word out there, but I don't think that we should neglect the power of introducing effective altruism and effective giving to the people that we know, because it seems to have worked really well so far, so why stop doing it? Um, so we have this lovely guide on our website, uh, the guide to talking about effective altruism. Once again, you'll find the link at the end. And today I just wanted to cover a couple of quick tips uh, from that guide. So the first one is to make your introduction to uh, effective giving or effective altruism accessible. I think it helps to start really, really basic, covering the idea that, you know, if we focus on impact, we can have a substantially bigger impact than we would have otherwise. Talking about how some charities could be a hundred, maybe even a thousand times better than others, or even just focusing on high priority areas and what that could do. Uh, avoiding acronyms and jargon, I think that sometimes the people uh, in the EA community can sometimes get a little bit jargony. Um, so avoiding things like counterfactual, marginal utility, I could go on. Um, even to be honest, like you could probably avoid just saying effective altruism. And I'd like to put a challenge out there to people to avoid saying the phrase effective altruism the first time you talk to someone about effective altruism. I think it's not really necessary. We could just talk about wanting to do more good or to have a bigger impact. And that way we're kind of avoiding this in-group kind of terminology. And I think uh, one of the other parts about being accessible is making it clear that people can participate in effective altruism as much or as little as they would like, and that there's no real like requirement to be involved and there shouldn't be any barriers for people to become interested and excited about these ideas. We really think it would be great for you to share your own personal story. Sharing your story is a really motivating and inspiring way to get people interested in what you care about. And it's likely that your friends and family care about similar things to you. So if you'd like to share your story, um, we would encourage you to think about why you got interested in the first place, but we could, you could also read the member stories that we have on our website because we publish them and they always make me cry when I read them. Um, so if they make me cry, maybe they'll be inspiring for you too. Um, okay, uh, I only have one minute left, so very quickly, it would be great to talk about uh, the effective charity interventions, talk about how some intuitive things like deworming tablets might actually improve school attendance much more than other things like providing books. Um, you could talk about switching your career for impact. You could talk about the fact that the Giving What We Can community has donated over $250 million and pledged over $2.6 billion so far. So there is a lot of concrete good that we are doing. Uh, and lastly, you could use some resources and tools that are available to you to follow up um, or to introduce people to these ideas. There are free books, there are blogs all around the place. We host events. We can host a giving game that helps you and your group donate uh, direct real world donations um, to different causes. Luke Freeman, our executive director, can host an introductory talk on giving what we can and effective giving. Um, and we also have lots of other tips for you. 
That is the end of my talk because we are square out of time. If you'd like to look at any of the resources, please go to this link. Um, and thank you so much for coming. I'm really uh, glad to see so many people in the audience. Thank you so much.